Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. 106 in Edmonton, our ongoing free agent frenzy uh, continues. I'm not sure how long. We started at 11. The Oilers have signed Kyle Turris to a two-year deal, 1.6 five AAV. They've re-signed Tyler Innes. We've heard from Kyle Turris. We have heard from the following. Mark Spector along with Alan May, Kyle Turris, uh, Elliot Friedman, Dwayne Rollison still to come uh, in this hour. Brian Lawton, Tyler Innes, and Jack Michaels, and whoever else the orders uh, end up signing. Just a quick text uh, before we go to Brian Lawton because we need to make him laugh. Jason from Sangudo says, you know what, Bob, unless your GM does something to be challenged to a Bear Nichols brawl in a barn. Did he really do enough in reference to Brian Burke and Kevin Lowe? There you have it. Well, a former NHL GM joins us right now from the NHL Network. Uh, Brian Lawton on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. Here's uh, We get started for the third hour of coverage on uh, Free Agent Frenzy. All brought to you by Digitex. So tell me this, Brian. When you were GM of the Tampa Bay Lightning, did any other manager in the league want to take you into a barn and have a bare knuckle uh, scrap? <laughs> no, that never happened. <laughs> it's mostly uh, it's mostly a very cerebral job, but there are times when you'd like to have a few scraps with the guys. Um, nothing that I could talk about that I would reference that way. <laughs> so I'm sure there was a few that were liked it with me as well. That is the nature of the business. But for the most part, it's all civil. We're, we're not solving the world's problems. We're trying to build hockey teams when you're doing that job. All right. Uh, so let's, let's do this. Uh, there has not been one contract, of, I believe, of longer than three years given to a free agent today. Uh, Jacob Markstrom is going to get a contract longer than that. Looks like he's headed to Calgary. Uh, that's a big domino because the Oilers obviously were in on Markstrom as well. Um, give me your thoughts. Just a, a three-year deal for Hudobin, two-year deal Holby to Vancouver. Right now, it looks like Markstrom's going to Calgary. Some reports have Edmonton out. What's your take on the goaltending market right now, Brian? Uh, it's pretty much been what accepted, uh, not accepted, but what I expected. Um, 
I did not think that Markstrom would end up in Vancouver. So that didn't necessarily surprise me. I actually thought there was an outside chance he could end up at Edmonton. Yep. Certainly a strong chance he could end up in Calgary. I thought Minnesota would be more of a player there. I was surprised they went with Cam Talbot. Uh, I thought um, they might stretch themselves. But when Holpe, got, when Holpe was gone, I think the market reset. But I think when Markstrom initially decided that, hey, it's not going to be Vancouver, everything got flipped on its head. That started the dominoes falling. All right. So, again, it looks like he's going to Calgary. The Oilers uh, were in an effort to get the number down, offering major term. Uh, by the way, Kevin Shattenkirk, it's being reported, signing with the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, the Oilers, uh, and you ran Octagon. Alan Walsh is with Octagon. John Shannon was just on the show. He he believes that Edmonton is on the no-trade list for uh, uh, Marc-Andre Fleury. Is that a situation? I mean, if you're Vegas and Kelly McCrimmon, I don't know if, if, if you want to see Marc-Andre Fleury end up in your division. But is that a situation that the Oilers could maybe theoretically work on here over the next week to two weeks to get Marc-Andre Fleury if Vegas was to eat? Or do you think there's uh, not much of a probability that that would occur? Um, I think it's a low probability, but it's not a zero. That's for sure. We haven't seen nothing yet, as they say. We're just in the early stages of this, and there's still some other dominoes to fall. It's clear that, in my opinion, it's clear that Marc-Andre Foy will not be back with Vegas. So you're going to run through all the machinations, all the possibilities, and then people are going to come up with answers. I have spoken to a lot of GMs in the last 36 hours, and there's kind of a continental divide going on right now with guys. Some guys understand that if you have a player with money that you don't want on your team, you're going to have to either pay money to get rid of them or you're going to have to give assets. There's another group of guys that just don't buy that. If he's a good player like Marc-Andre Fleury, why should I have to give anything? I'll give him to you for free, but I won't pay you to take them. And that's where the battle lines are being drawn, I think, for a lot of teams right now. They're arguing one of those two sides of the equation. From the NHL Network, Brian Lawton joining us right now. Brian, uh, tell me this. Uh, were you surprised the Tampa Bay Lightning, your former team, uh, ended up waving Tyler Johnson today? No, I'm not. I think they had a very specific process. It started, it ended up back where it started. That would have been trying to trade Tyler Johnson and his no-trade clause. A uh, lot of term left, $5 million, four years. They need cap space desperately. Tried on Tyler Johnson. No go. Went to Yanni Gord. Most likely had a pretty good playoff. Tyler Johnson didn't play as well, to be fair. So you try Yanni Gord. No go. No takers. A lot of term left on his deal. Over $5 million. They moved on to Alex Kalor. No go. And eventually Drew Palat, which is almost unthinkable. I thought he played really well. No go. Then to the unthinkable, Steven Stamkos, whose name even surface we don't know if that's true but we believe that's what happened no takers on a trade now you're back to tyler johnson except this time you're looking at a potential a potential buyout you're also opening him up for maybe a team that was prevented by tyler johnson's no trade clause to take him to have him to acquire him well in this situation anybody could pick him up so there's a lot to unpack there on that one but Clearly, the Tampa Bay Lightning are absolutely under siege. They're aware of it. I don't see them signing anybody 
but players under a million seventy-five thousand. Why do I say that? Because they're players that you can make disappear if you have to. All right, Brian Lott joining us right now. Brian, you have that connection with Dave Tippett. The Edmonton Oilers brought Kyle Turris in on a two-year deal after he got bought out in Nashville. Give me your take on. Uh, I, I can tell you from the fans' perspective, they love the price point. They don't like long-term deals, and there's a reason why. Uh, the Oilers had a run from 2013 to 2016 where some of them didn't work out. Short-term deal on Turris. Give me your perspective. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are asking, why the two-year deals? Why the two-year deals? Well, just remember in the back of your mind, fans, there is this thing called the expansion draft next year. So GMs are doing some house cleaning, keeping. They want to make sure they've got players to expose, that they can hit the requirements. I'm not saying that they're going to expose Kyle, Kyle Turris. We don't know that, but you have to have a number of guys that you can expose, particularly D and goaltenders even more than forwards. But at the end of the day, I like the deal for the Oilers. They are handicapped. I just had this discussion on NHL Network. Uh, Ken Holland inherited a team that had some salary cap challenges, deals that were too long, as you just mentioned, Bob, and it's just incredibly difficult the way things have ended up with a flat salary cap to unwind those types of deals. That is just a reality of what's going on in the NHL right now. I have had many conversations with different general managers that have confirmed that. Well, just case in point, look no further. I mean, Benoit Pouliot, July 1st signing 2014. He's still on the books this year. Uh, Andre Secra, July 1st signing 2015. He's on the books for three more years in a, in a buyout scenario. Milan Lucic, 2016. And the Oilers obviously move him out after three years. They eat some money for four more years. That's part of the and, and, and I guess that that's the thing. You want to be challenged and competitive in terms of free agency on those long-term deals, but sometimes they don't pan out. I think we're seeing, I mean, we're seeing a lot of GMs kind of shy away for lengthy deals for mid-range talent. I think that's the one thing that's fair to assess. Is that right, Brian? Yeah, that, yeah, that whole summer of 16 with, you know, Lucic and, uh, I don't know. There's Andrew Ladd, Kyle Louis, Louis Erickson, yeah. Louis Erickson, Oposo, Louis Ladd. Louis Erickson. Yeah, I call it the summer of 16. It's something I always highlight in terms of a paradigm shift in how GMs were looking at that mid-range talent in, ter- in regard to the amount of term they give them. A lot of teams got really burned, and the Edmonton Oilers, to some degree, are still paying the price for that. That's what Ken, Hall- Ken Holland knew that when he took the job. It didn't scare him. Uh, nobody knows this business better than him, but he knew there'd be some challenges, and he is still dealing with them, and he will for a little while longer. But the light at the end of the tunnel is certainly within view for the Edmonton Oilers. Do you uh, foresee Petrangelo or Taylor Hall signing today? No on Petrangelo, possibly on Taylor Hall, but I would say not likely. But I wouldn't rule that one out. Petrangelo, I'd say almost certainly won't be decided today. But I don't about, think that's necessarily the case with Taylor Hall. What about Tyson Berry? Tyson's an interesting guy. Uh, I think the Edmonton Oilers would do themselves really well if they went in that direction. I just can en- envision a Tyson Berry playing for the Edmonton Oilers getting 60 to 70 points. And I know people didn't like his defense. I know he only had 39 last year in Toronto you got to do your due diligence. There's a lot of reasons why the performance ended up the way that it did. It's an outlier for him if you really look at his contract. Now, what do I think is most likely with Tyson Berry? I think it's most likely he ends up repaired 
with his junior partner in Kelowna on the way to their Memorial Cup run, Tyler Myers. In Vancouver. Yes, in Vancouver. There you go. Awesome stuff. Hey, Brian, we appreciate your time. Thanks, man. My pleasure, Bob. Thank you for having me on. You bet. From the NHL Network, former GM of the Tampa Bay Lightning, he drafted Stephen Stamkos and Victor Hedman. That is Brian Lawton. 117 in Edmonton. We're in our third hour now of coverage here on Free Agent Frenzy Run after draft day a couple days ago. By the way, Elliot Friedman is now reporting Matt Benning to Nashville. $1 million a year times two years. So Benning takes a nine, about a $900,000 pay cut. And that's just the reality of the cap. This is after Nashville signed Mark Borowiecki to two times two years. Uh, by the way, the Anaheim Ducks have signed Shattenkirk, a three-year deal, $3.95 million. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We'll do a reset on Edmonton's moves, then get into the goaltenders. 117 in Edmonton. You're listening to Winners Now. Hi, I'm James Neal from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. The uh, third hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. You can reach us anytime on a River Creek Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. All slot machines, table games, and the poker room now open at the River Creek. They got Thanksgiving uh, dinner specials taking place at Italia, the Kitchen Restaurant, and Tap 25, the River Creek Resort and Casino, Alberta's premier resort destination. Keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. We are going to head into the Oilers now. Audio Vault for direct workwear, where safety meets savings at Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Mr. Escott, we got a couple clips here for Kyle Turris. We certainly where, do. Where, uh, where do you want to go here? Let's uh, talk to him about uh, why Edmonton uh, in general was a fit. You know, it's a, a great group of guys, a great team, and uh, moving in the right direction. And, I mean, uh, the opportunity to win here is going to be great. And I'm just really excited to join the group and, and be a part of that moving forward. And uh, if I may just keep rolling down. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's keep doing it. Uh, so this is somebody that we know in Kyle Turris uh, speaking to being versatile in this Oilers lineup. Yeah, no, I mean, like you said, there's, you got a bunch of great players. I mean, two of the best players in the world. And uh, um, to be able to uh, support them and, and uh, um, just help the team uh, from a, a depth standpoint, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And, and like you said, just being back in Canada, I'm, I'm really excited. I mean, I played in Ottawa for seven years, and the atmosphere in Canada is, is nothing like it. So I'm just I'm ecstatic to, to be back. 
All right, Kyle Turris then added uh, some thoughts on reuniting with uh, Dave Tippett, who in his embryonic stages of development as an NHL player, uh, he played for Tippett just before getting traded to Ottawa. Yeah, it was. He, uh, he he's a great coach. You know, he's he's really good. He's honest, and uh, I mean, he he saw how well he did with Edmonton last year. Um, he just he, he knows how to get the best out of his players, and and uh, I have a lot of respect for him. I'm, I'm very thankful that him and, and Mr. Holland are giving me this opportunity. Yeah, uh, I'm. You know, anything short of two million bucks, price-wise, I think most fans get fundamentally. And uh, we've seen sort of a limit on uh, the longer-term deals so far today. We will run through a bunch of those contracts momentarily. This text comes in from Phil, aka Fear the Fin, the San Jose Sharks fan. He says, "Bob, how many players over the age of thirty do the Oilers have now?" Uh, well, they re-signed, uh, they signed Turris to a two-year deal at 1.65. He's 31. They've signed Tyler Innes. Uh, he was in the 08 draft, so, uh, 1990. So that makes him 30 or 31 years of age. So that's two forwards in their 30s. Uh, James Neal is 32 turning 33 this year. So that's three. Chason is 30 as well. Uh, I think he was an 09, but I think he's now 30 years of age. So that's four forwards in their 30s up front. The only defenseman that they currently have in the 30s on defense is Chris Russell. So that's five players. And then Koskinen in goal is 33. So that's six players, since you asked, in the 30s. Um, Bob, could Edmonton move Adam Larson and Jujar Kara for Andreas Janssen to Toronto and then sign Barry? Uh, Barry and Nurse might work together. I kind of thought Barry and Ethan Bear looked okay together last year. Um, why would Toronto at this stage of the game need, I mean, Kara? I, I could see why they would need Adam Larson. Uh, the Oilers might need Adam Larson not having Oscar Clefbaum. Let's establish that right now. Um, but the Maple Leafs assigned Wade and Simmons. There we go. Bob, are the Oilers done after day one of free agency, or are they playing the waiting game from Shane? Well, I don't know. I don't know where we're at right now. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you. I, I think they might be looking at a defenseman, possibly a right-shot D-man, so that they don't have to force-feed Bouchard minutes. I mean, right now, if we're if we're counting that Clefbaum's going to be on LTIR to start the season or uh, won't be available, you got Nurse, Jones, and Russell on the left side and Baron Larson on the right side. That's five defensemen. And then you have either Lagason, who has been offered a qualifying offer, or Bouchard. And I guess Broberg's the wild card. So you might want one more veteran defenseman. You're going to have to wait and see. Uh, Bob, uh, Carson says, Bob, are the owners going to move out any salaries? Some great scoring wingers available. Would be a shame to pass it up from Carson. Fair comment, Carson. I mean, obviously, Taylor Hall's out there. He could he could end up hitting a home run on the plate. Like, there might be a bidding war between Columbus and Nashville, for all we know at this time. Um, and then, conversely, Mike Hoffman. There was an erroneous... Uh, tweet put out there by some joker who tried to pretend somebody that he isn't that uh, the owners were in on Hoffman on a big number. I don't, I don't see it. Uh, the paddle boat says, Bob, what is your obsession with Barry? The owners' defense has been brutal for years and you want to spend money on a guy that doesn't play a defensive game from the paddle boat. I have a theory, paddle boat. The more time you spend in the opposition zone and the more guys you have that can transition to get the puck up the ice, the less time you actually have to defend. Uh, this text comes in saying, Bob Larson won't pair with anybody other than Clefbaum. We've seen it. Nurse and Russell are not as good with Larson. Okay. 
There we go. Uh, Herm, uh, who worked in the Western Hockey League for years, we're talking about Kelly McCrimmon dumping Paul Stashney to the Winnipeg Jets. Now, Stashney was very effective as a second-line center in Winnipeg, and they needed to replace Brian Little. Final year of the deal, $6.5 million per. Bob, Kelly McCrimmon in Vegas is one very smart GM. All he is doing is playing all the teams that need a goaltender. He will make a deal that makes his Vegas team stronger. Be careful. Just look at his DNA with picking the expansion team, Herm. What I would say is, Herm, it's, it's ironic you mention that because you work for Saskatoon. And uh, if, if Kelly McCrimmon exercised the, the, you know, and was able to make the sort of moves with Saskatoon that he did in my fantasy pool that's been around for 30 years, he would have been kicked out of the league. That's how lopsided some of those deals were. Uh, there's no question he owned guys in the Western Hockey League because he was a great talent evaluator. I think, in fairness, George McPhee has got to get a lot of the credit for what Vegas did in expansion, and there's teams that made mistakes. Bob, uh, why get Barry? Because the best offense is the best defense, or something like that. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063. Brendan Escott with you as well. Back at the 680 Chad Studios. Again, Matt Benning, Elliot Friedman reporting. One million. That tells us a little, doesn't it? I mean, Matt, the orders needed to qualify Matt Benning at $1.95 million, And Matt Benning has now signed a two-year deal at a million dollars per. Kind of reveals a little bit, doesn't it, uh, Brendan? I think that's a more logical price tag based on, uh, you know, how he seemed to have been valued over the past couple of years, certainly around our part of the woods. Yeah, and, you know, I'll throw another thing at you here. Uh you know, I, I'm wondering about Athanasiu. Maybe keep an eye on the Los, Los Angeles or Florida for Andreas Athanasiu, but I, I, I'd be surprised if he goes over a million and a half to $2 million for Andreas Athanasiu. Yeah, it's, it's a darn shame, I think, that this was the season where not only did he not get time to gel with the teammates, but then everything was sort of uprooted. Like, he may well still be a 30-goal hockey player moving forward. He just didn't look like it in his last sample size leading into what now is unrestricted free agency for him. Kevin Shattenkirk, by the way, three years, $3.9 million cap hit to the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, had a decent year. Probably you know, there was a time that there were people that thought Kevin Shattenkirk, blue line in, was the best defenseman in the NHL. Had the best offensive skill set, and he's going off to Anaheim. So uh, the analytics guys are like this. I mean, the Ducks uh, found a taker with Ottawa in Pierre Dorian for Eric Branson, a hard-nosed, tough defenseman. How tough is the right side of their defense, by the way? Josh Brown and Eric Branson, uh, and then they turn around and basically use the same money to go sign Kevin Shattenkirk. Tyson Berry's still out there. Petrangelo's still out there. Taylor Hall's still out there. Justin Schultz. Sammy Vautinen. Travis Hamannick. Uh So, Petrangelo, right shot D. Schultz, right shot D. Berry, right shot D. Vatnin, right shot D. Uh, Hamannick's a right shot D. What about Pesic? Mark Pesic, who kills penalties, by the way. He might be going for like a million and a half bucks in free agency. Well, we'll continue to monitor it. It's 128 in Edmonton. Jack Michaels coming up next on Oilers Now after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.